Welcome to the Knox Cast, where we talk to the community about all things Knox. My name is Mitch Prentice, and today we spoke with Knox student athletes Derek Jackson and Tyrell Pierce. Derek and Tyrell are sprinters on the Knox track and field team. They made history this year as they both set personal and Knox College records in their respective races, as well as achieving All-American honors. They spoke with us about the mental and physical demands of being a sprinter and what it's like to be a student athlete at Knox. Tyrell and Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Hi, I am blessed and honored to be on this show for this episode, so yeah. I love I love to hear individually about um, how both of you came to be at Knox in the first place. I'll let you go one at a time. But, you know, what ultimately brought you to the school? Was it sports? Was it academics? Was it a mixture of both? And kind of talk about your, your path to kind of get to this year and, and perform at this high level. I'll do one at a time. Uh, Derek, if you want to go first. I'll be honest, man. Like, I was committed to the University of Miami. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going D1. I'm just staying here. And I was at a Hurricane Invitational where um, the old track coach came and he was like, man, you know, we want you to come to our school. And then he was like, he had a good background, you know, so I was like, all right, you know, forget that it's not D1. Like, if, you, if you're about your resume, I'm, I'm here. And then besides that, me and my mom talked and we were always education first. That comes before being a student because student athlete comes first, you know what I mean? So they had a good, uh, like, great programs for education. I wanted to do, like, either ed or something in the science field, so it was great. So I went, came and visit, the coach left me, and I got Coach Wells, and then I just trusted that coach, and then he helped me, like, academically, because I'll be honest, like, at first, I didn't know what I wanted to do academically. It was just so much to do, because they don't have, like, kinesiology here, so he just stuck with me, and I found something I found passion for, and I stayed here, did ed, and then the track, it just spoke for itself, you know what I mean? I don't regret my decision at all. Good. That's good. That's good. Um, so for me, I was actually ignoring all of Knott's College emails at first, <laughs> to be honest. Um, at first, I was verbally committed to run track and play football at Tennessee State. And the recruiter, Travis Jackson, he ended up dying in a um, car accident. So my offer ended up getting pulled. And so at that point, it was like, oh, okay, what, what am I going to do now? And there goes Knott's College still sending me emails. And so... I kind of did, did, did some research and stuff, and Coach Wells reached out to me, and he sent my film out to the football coaches, and then from there, I took my visit, and my visit, my recruiter for my visit was there. Was there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it cool. Was there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and so he showed me around. He really talked to me and gave me a lot of advice, and after that, I committed, and ever since then, I, I have no regrets, so yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. And within the sports world, personal records and accolades like that really kind of helps a career kind of, you know, put a point to it. Right. Like this is what I came here to do. And you're representing Knox, too, obviously, on, on top of representing yourself. What does it mean for for y'all individually, like as student athletes representing Knox College to be able to have those records and to be able to call yourself, you know, all Americans for the college? I'll be honest, it feels amazing, bro, because, like, when people look at Knox College, they ask us, like, where is that? People don't believe in us as, like, student athletes. They're like, oh, you know, Knox is not as good as they make it seem. But, like, we went and showed that, you know, we do what we do best for a reason, you know what I'm saying? And just to bring up, this man is, like, ranked number one in the country, 46. And it's like we're dropping times that places that D1 has never even seen before. So it's like to drop times like that at Knox is just crazy. 
Yeah, and just to go off of that, um, the goal is to is just try to inspire other people, just to let them know, like, hey, even though it's like D3, Knox College, nobody never really heard of Knox College, <laughs> just to show people around the country that, hey, like, you can run fast anywhere and you will be seen. So, yeah, it's really nice to know that we're really doing this and just trying to inspire other people in this process. Yeah, and when you were at these different track and field events, like you said, some of the people you're competing against may not have heard of Knox. Do you feel like when you put up those times and, and you're coming away with these with these wins and with these awards, like it's kind of helping you like put faces to the college itself, like you almost are representing the college for these people who have never maybe heard of it before? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially when you said like awards, because like I said, um, I remember when I ran 1017, it was like, whoa, like, why are you even at Knox? I was like, bro, it's like, it's not just a school, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to believe and trust in your coach and especially your teammates. I have my days when I'm just not feeling it, but my teammates, especially him, just pushed me to be a better person on the track, off the track, and just hold me accountable. So it, it feels damn good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, funny story. Um, right before one of my races doing indoor, someone asked me what's not was Knox College in Tennessee. <laughs> Cause they thought they thought Knoxville, and I was I looked at him, I was like nah, and then after the race I came in first, and then he came up to me. He was like, Knox College is, is that Illinois? And I was like yeah, and he was like he just seemed intrigued, and so like just to see the reactions on their faces, it it's really crazy. Did you all have any idea at the time, like during that tour, maybe during the first year, that you would be like linked up in this way, you know, in the sports world? getting accolades together, running side by side, like, did you have any idea that would be the case? I'm going to be real. It's probably, honestly, probably it's like a, a yes and no thing because, like, when I first met him, I, I have, like, a decent personality. So it's like when I met him, I seen how he was. And it's crazy. Honestly, probably not. I'm going to be real. Probably not because <laughs> now that I think about it, when I first met him, he didn't say much. So I didn't think he was coming here. You know what I mean? I was like, bro, you like the school? He was like, yeah, and I'm be real. I don't. I took him to like a party and everything. He didn't say nothing. And then when he got home, he was like, bro, I had the best time of my life. This, this, and that. I even cooked for this man. He didn't say nothing. Like the only time I heard him say something is when I gave him the food. He was like, thank you. I was like, all right, I guess he enjoyed it. But other than that, nah, not at all. But as I met him, he reminds me of myself. I'll be honest, like a younger me, like he cool, cool dude, cool dude. And when you were touring, so like, what what was your um, initial impression of the campus, initial impression of Derek, like just all of it. Like what were you feeling when you first came to Knox and were actually like here in person? Um, so I mostly grew up in Florida and Alabama, so I've never seen snow until I got here. And it was pretty crazy. And I didn't like pack my bag for the type of weather, so like I was freezing. But the campus was pretty nice and this was like before COVID happened. So like it was a lot of stuff going on. and. When I first see D-Jack, you know, I didn't know how short he was, like, <laughs> and I was just looking, I was like, ah, oh, he's not fast, he's not fast, but, like, just to see the type of work ethic he had, it kind of pushed me, and so, like, the accolades, the accolades that we have done in the past is, I never would have thought, like, this would have happened. So tell me about your experiences as that student-athlete lifestyle. I know it's it's unique. You know, you're balancing pushing hard and, and training probably every day, if not, you know, most days of the week to stay physically fit, but having to stay mentally fit as well and, you know, get your studies in, do testing, do finals. Um, what would you say are some of the highlights and lowlights, some of like the, the harder side and some of the better sides of that kind of lifestyle? Like why, what has kept y'all like sticking with that? 
and in all honesty, probably mainly each other and our coach. Because I'm going to be real, people think that D1 is a lot better than D3, bro. But D3 is harder because when Division One, you get study hall. Bro, Division Three, there's opportunity, but you have to make sure you pay attention to time management as well because if you have too much time on your hands, you can get carried away. We hold each other accountable too, but like it's still those times where you have to make sure you get what you have to get done on your own, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nobody push you to tell you, do this, do that. You have to do it on your own, you know? And it's days where I have my head down, he'll text me like, bro, you're like, make sure you get this done, that done, that done. I'm like, all right, bro, thanks, I needed that, you know? It's just the people, you just gotta hold each other accountable. Sometimes you have to make those sacrifices to give up certain things to make sure you get other things done that, that's like really more important. Yeah, and I've, you know, talking with student, other student athletes in the past, I've, I've heard many tales of how well the faculty work with athletes to make sure that that sports and academic life is, is balanced. Um, what can you say about that? Yeah, and shout out to all the coaches, because I'm a two-sport athlete here, and they're really flexible with your hours, so like, if you just talk to them and communicate with them, they'll let you get the things like education first. So they let you do those first before anything. So, yeah. Yeah. And to emphasize on that, communication is absolutely key. Cause like I said, shout out to like, for example, Coach Willits and Coach Wells, they have like a pretty good connection where they'll talk. So if like we have like football, like for example, spring ball is going on. We got some athletes who play football and do track. So if you can't make um, a practice for football, you know, just meet with Coach Willits later and stuff like that. So the communication, as long as that's solid, we're good. Now, as sprinters, what is, how does one prepare to sprint? Like, what is the, what is the conditioning like? What is the, what is the weekly practice like to do those short bursts? Like, how do you, how do you prepare for that? I'm a one-two dude. 200 is my favorite event. I'm a 100-meter specialist. What he's doing, man, that ain't really my thing. He's a 400 runner. That's, it's a lot more mental right there. Cause I'm gonna be honest, like our Tuesdays, I'll probably have like a 190, 150. And I'm like, I'm used to that bro. Like my high school coaches and like my youth coaches prepare me for stuff like this. So it's not too bad. And not to mention like Coach Wells keeps me in good shape, but I don't care how in shape I am. Mentally, you just gotta be ready. Cause it's hard. Now, explain to me all those, all those numbers that you just said. Like what, what do you mean exactly by all those? He does a 350. That's damn near the whole track. And our coaches are expecting us to hit a certain time going full speed. And me being like a short sprinter, meaning like one, two, I'm a 60 meter dude, those 350 days could be tough. But like I say, that's when you push in that mental aspect of it and you just gotta go and get it, you feel me? Cause that's how you become a better athlete. Track is like 80% mental, 20% physical. As long as you got the mental, you're good on the physical. Now, when you're preparing for a meet, you're preparing to you know perform, do y'all have any like pre-run rituals or anything like that that uh that you can share with us well I know a lot of time like before the meets um I'm gonna be honest like um he got me doing like a lot of yoga I used to just like meditate and talk to myself and just like visualize and manifest like my goals before the race but like the yoga helps me I appreciate him for putting me onto that but um mainly just visualize and just whatever you weak like for example my biggest problem in like the 100 meter dash is like my first three steps Sometimes they're not as powerful as they need to be. So before I get in the blocks, I may just like talk about I need to work on those first three steps. And then the day before, I might like watch the greatest sprinter in the world, Christian Coleman, better than Usain Bolt, by the way, quoted by me. Wow. So <laughs> wow. I, I watch a lot of his videos and I see how he comes out and I, and I visualize that, what I need to work on and make sure I always finish the back half of it. But other than that, I'm ready. Meet days is, is not really nothing to me. Like I told somebody yesterday, 
if anything, bro, practice is a lot harder than meet days. Meet days, I'm ready. I'm just that confident in how much work we put into what's going to happen on those, those Saturdays. I'm different. <laughs> I get really nervous, like, really bad. And, like, as of, like, to this day, like, I'm ranked number one in the nation for D3 in the 400-meter run, like, for the 400-meter, and I still get nervous before my races. And so, for me, my process is, like, I just have to, like, sit alone at a track meet and just, like, play calm music in my ears because, like, my anxiety is really bad. So instead of me, like, listening to pump music, I'm, like, just playing slower pace music. I just sit there and just, like, vision myself running this 400 meter before I actually do it just just to make sure, like, I execute the way I want to and just to make sure I remember everything that coach told me throughout the week. So, so yeah, that's basically my process to just, like, sit alone and just vision myself running this race before I actually do it. But when you're, like, in the middle of it, you're in the middle of that burst, you're, you're running your time, does all the calm kind of set aside and you're just like in it? Yeah, so like it doesn't go away until the guy shoots the gun. My mind is going crazy as I'm going to my blocks, but as soon as he shoots the gun, all of that, like my mind just empties and like everything around me just blacks out. 46, 47 seconds, however fast I run my 400 meter, that'd probably be like the best moment during that race is just having that time where I'm not actually in reality. Like everything just seems fake around me. And, and talk about when it's done. You, you finish up, and especially in these recent races where y'all have made these incredible times and become All-Americans and everything that goes along with that, when you finish up and you feel that moment of success, like describe that for me. Probably geeked. I was like, man, all that hard work paid off. I'll be honest, I'd be more happy for my teammates than I do myself, bro. Like, bro, when he ran 46, I was going crazy. Like, I was like, yeah, bro, that's all. Cause like, I don't know, bro, I just feed off of that energy, you know what I mean? But other than that, like, speaking towards for myself, like, I'm just hella excited, bro. Like, like I said, I always give my praise to my coach. Like I said, even though y'all see the best of me, bro, I have my days where I'm just like, man, I don't know, coach. Like, man, I don't know if I could do it today. He's like, nah, you're good. I just overthink a little bit. but. Like for example, I hit like a PR this year in the indoor. I hit 679, so I'm watching all the times. It was like 66, six, you know, 67, 67, and then boom, it was like 679. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like I was just like hella geek excited, but it, it feels great, bro. Just to see all that hard work you put in, and then just to see it pay off is just unexplainable moment, man. I'd be laying on the ground, tired, <laughs> lactic acid all through my legs, breathing hard. So like, it takes like five minutes. It takes like five minutes for me to sink in what just happened. But after the five minutes I get up, I realize what I ran. And then just knowing that all the hard work paid off and, you know, my teammates coming coming up to me, congratulating me. So it's just a real moment. But that first five minutes, I just need the, I just need the time to catch my breath. But yeah. I imagine, yeah, I imagine there is like this moment of just like, oh my gosh, like your body probably just goes fully numb after you push that hard. That's that's like, you're pushing your body to a level that most people will never experience, what? right? And to see the results from that, I mean, that has to be just amazing. Um, so my my last thing here for y'all, when you're, when you're gearing up, you know, you're getting on the starting line and you're getting ready to go and you're repping that purple and gold and you're, you, you, you know, you're representing Knox College. What does that feel like? You are wearing those colors. You're you're putting out a statement that like I'm here running as an individual, but also representing an institution that's been around for you know almost two centuries at this point. Oh, I know personally for me, bro. Like on the track, I have an ego. I'm Sonic. You to be honest, like when I put that on, I represent me, my coaches, and my teammates, bro. And just just to think about how people look at Knox College, it really fires me up, bro. Because it's like they're not expecting me to go out and drop a time that 
that just shocks the whole world. So to be honest, like when I ran, like I said, go back to the 1017, when I ran that, people would just sleep on us like, oh, Knox is not this, Knox not that. So when I hit that time and I look back at it, I was like, yeah, like, I gotta put some respect on our name, you know what I mean? We're, I'm gonna be honest, we're dogs. I feel like I train with the best people in Division Three. you know what I mean? We're elite athletes, so on that track, it just, it's just, it's a difference to just rock that, it's, a, it's an honor, it's a blessing to really like, just wear that perfectly, go, bro. Some great runners in the past that came through Nas were pretty good. And, you know, just wearing that purple, white, and gold, it, it's really special. You know, it comes like with a different swagger when you wear it. Just knowing that I have it on, it's like, okay, like I need to dial in, I need to focus. You know, I have one of the best coaches, if not the best yes. coach in D3. So like, just knowing that, like I have a lot of, I have a boost of confidence when I go into my races. And then to add to that, bro, it's just like, like you said, bro, this place is full of history, bro. And just to know that we're adding on to the history that has already been through Knox, bro. Sometimes I'd be like, man, like, this is this is like really crazy to me, bro. Like I'm I'm at Knox, like like I said, Abe Lincoln was here, Obama was here, Tyrell, me. Like I said, we're we're part of the goats. I'm just put it like that. We're legendary, bro. And it's like it starts off the people in Knox. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and just say I'm a dog because of the work I put in, bro. It is it takes I don't know how that quote go. It takes a um takes a village to raise a child. That's exactly how it is, bro. It's people here that help me become the person I am today, and I appreciate them. I love that mindset. I love that idea of like being among the greats because you are. I mean, as far as Knox athletes go, having all Americans is really rare. And your names are um, up among the, the best that Knox has ever had. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, so Derek Tyrell, thank you so much for coming and chatting and congratulations on everything you've achieved this year. Thank you. I appreciate you for letting us be on here. Well, there you have it. Knox is proud to have Derek and Tyrell represent the Prairie Fire. We can't wait to see what's in store for them next. That's all for this episode of the KnoxCast. If you have any feedback on today's episode, or any episode, or if you have ideas for guests in the future, email us at knoxcast at knox.edu. Thanks for listening.